Hello and welcome to the Creatives Chronicles. This is the podcast that tells the stories of creative professionals, giving you the information and motivation you need to get started, stay focused and thrive as a creative professional. Today on this episode, we have an amazing guest. He is phenomenal. He's not just a technologist, but he's also an internal medicine physician and the founder of Wella Health, that's a technology startup and Digital Health Nigeria, a community of health tech innovators. Joining us today is Dr. Ipeme Netu. Thank you so, so much, sir, for joining us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's a uh, delighted to be on this uh, podcast. Uh, apologies if I, if I did any justice to your name. I really apologize. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I've been called worse. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. All right. Yeah. What we usually do in the first segment is to take a look at the intro series of our guests. We look at how they got into technology, and um, so just walk us through your how you got into tech and the medicine story, everything. Let's just hear it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess it's probably best to start from sort of being younger. Um, and uh, I would have grown up with a computer around me. So I grew up in, a, in Abuja. So my parents would have had a computer in the house from when I was like sort of eight to 10 years old, you know. So having a computer around me was sort of natural, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that was not the case for a lot of people. So, but I was very privileged that we always had a computer. Um, and so it, as it turns out, you know, I have two brothers and they've gone on to be actual, you know, software developers or people working with uh, with computers particularly. So so that influence was always there from the start. Um, but um, I guess I had a greater interest in, in medicine and in sort of helping people uh, become healthy. And so I, I, you know, went to medical school and, and became a doctor. Um, but as I worked in medicine, I realized the... Uh, the challenge with sort of, you know, seeing one patient at a time in that, you know, you could never get to a large amount of people. And so, because my goal was always to, to to have the max, the biggest impact possible. Yeah. And I quickly saw that just interacting with one patient at a time, you know, there's a finite number of people I could reach. Yeah. And so I, I really started exploring ways that I can enlarge my own knowledge and my own reach and impact. And that work, you know, led me to technology, you know, and it was around the time, of course, when technology was becoming more more popular, you know, startups, you know, movies like The Social Network came out. So there's a little buzz around all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to sort of take a bit more interest in it. Um, but more acutely and more specifically, I came across a particular problem that I, I wanted to solve. And that would have been around trying to help a family member access healthcare in Nigeria. At the time, I wasn't practicing medicine in Nigeria. I was in a different country. Mm-hmm. And I found it very frustrating trying to help this, my family member, actually access the kind of healthcare that she wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so I started to build software and technology to help her in her own experience. And so that's where the whole journey started. And so as I started to build that software, I realized, oh, crap, you know, this has to be sustainable somehow. And so we started to look at the business side of things. You know, I formed a team. And we created the startup, which is, you know, now known as Wella Health. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so in that time, we've sort of, you know, evolved through a lot of things because, you know, building a startup, a tech startup in Nigeria is, is not easy, you know, and yeah, you learn a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and we've, we've pivoted quite a bit. But over the, over the years, we've learned quite a bit and we've, we've provided solutions that have actually helped people be more healthy. And we're continuing to do that. And the goal, my goal has always been to reach millions of people. And with this technology, and that I'm building, I know that I can do that, and we're well on the way to to getting there. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, what what one thing would you say uh, has been like a major constraint or challenge for you uh, with Wella Health and 
running the tech startup project? So I think from a tech point of view, I think the infrastructure is a big problem, you know, so that even when you do build, you know, reasonably good software and you, you get it out to people, the, the infrastructure isn't there, you know. I mean, the, the, the trend worldwide is to use cloud-based technology. Yeah. And, and that makes your life simple in so many ways. But in Nigeria, we don't have the internet to support that, you know. So, so there's a lot of challenge around that. So we've had to innovate around, you know, trying to use, you know, offline apps, offline, you know, versions of our work. But ideally, it should really be, you know, on the cloud that enables us to actually be very responsive to the way people want to use software, you know. Mm. So I'd say the infrastructure challenge is the first thing. The other thing I'll say is education. Um, and that's both technology education and healthcare education for the average person. So that, um, you know, when, when you build software for most other places in the world, people already have that exposure to software and technology that, you know, the, the learning curve is very, um, very smooth and flat. You don't really have to put a lot of effort in to use your, your product. Whereas in Nigeria, even with a simple product, you have to invest a lot in actually educating people in how to use it, you know. And I'll tell you an interesting story, especially the UX people were very interested in this. We had this one lady. So we, we build a CRM software for pharmacy pharmacies and so this this lady you know we sold to her and she was really wow she felt this was wonderful she actually paid she paid us for this uh, software and so after a few weeks almost you know a month or two down the line she hadn't actually used it at all you know and we thought oh geez why so we we, we called her and said oh, madam you've actually paid us so you know you've paid yeah, why yeah. you're not using it so so she was like ah you people i went to your website um and i uh, saw it pop up i didn't know how to remove it and i just left Whoa. And so that was her reason for not for not using it, you know. So that's mm. a challenge we face. People are not really that educated. Mm. So yeah, so those little things, you know, people are not really educated. So you really have to spend a lot of work with not only simplifying the product, but with educating the people. Um, and then from a health point of view, there's also a lot of you know ignorance around healthcare. And so you see that the, the problems are across both health and uh, tech technology. So people working in health tech like me find it very difficult. Um, and I mean, uh, last but not least is, is and probably what a lot of uh, entrepreneurs in Nigeria would, would point to is the funding. There really isn't a lot of funding mm. around, you know, trying to build, uh, build tech startups. Um, so, so those are the real challenges that I find uh, in this area. Wow. Okay. So if, if you were to give, uh, say, when you were starting initially, someone now having this knowledge you have, would want to advise you what would be one advice you'd give yourself like if you were to start over again what's one thing you would have told yourself um i think be close to the people you're building for you know so when i started out i had a lot of esoteric ideas and a lot of you know high polluting fancy stuff that i wanted to build and unfortunately we actually went ahead and built some of that and at the end of the day none of it was used we had to discard all of it and really start again going from what the people actually needed so I think the best thing that anybody can do when they're building a solution for people is to literally build it with the people, you know, mm. um, and, and keep it as simple as possible. Yeah. And so when I advise other startups that are starting out, especially in health tech, I say, listen, create a solution and don't actually build any software around it. Do it manually, mm. you know, see how it will work, you know, let it, you know, whatever it is that you want to build, do it manually first. Let it work. Get the feedback before you go and commit it to code. Um, the challenge uh, with a lot of creatives and, and developers, they, they think code first. Yeah. And then when you try and come back to the actual problem, you know, it doesn't really fit. So that's one thing certainly that I, that I learned uh, in, in, this, uh, in this work. Yeah, definitely through like sometimes we build castles in the air that, that doesn't, mm. they, they just have no relation. So working uh, 
they, they are not useful for the end users and that's like exactly yeah it's, it makes no sense amazing sir amazing okay uh let's uh, switch a little bit and segue into uh now developers and creatives are like we use the computers and phones and different gadgets like for a mm. long a long number of like very long time like mm-hmm. someone, someone can be in front of a system for over 12 some even a whole day and the person does not mm. even leave the house okay what are some um healthy practices for creative people who work with systems and um, always sit in front of the systems some some things some tips that, that could help them that could fall uh because if you're not healthy, like, uh, you can't even do the work you're supposed to do. Absolutely. So first thing is, you know, health is wealth. Everything else that you think is important is not important the moment you fall sick. Yeah. And um, the, the challenge with that is that a lot of times the things that lead you to falling sick happen when you're well. And so you don't really do anything about those things. Mm. And so I'm, I'm glad this is something that, you know, we, that we're talking about. And hopefully people can hear this and, and change some of their behaviors around it. Mm. Um, you spoke about sort of, you know, creatives and, uh, and developers use the computer a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the one good news I'll say is that um, there is no real long-term um, damage that happens from sort of, you know, continued use of the computer, especially with eyes. You know, your parents will say, oh, you're, you're looking at the phone all the time, you're yeah. pressing computer, your eyes are going to be bad. You know, from that point of view, you know, so far anyway, there isn't real data evidence to say that, you know, that is necessarily a long-term bad thing for your eyes. But from a short-term point of view, you know, there can be challenges. You know, you can get, you know, some neck strain and some, a lot of people experience headaches, you know, some constant exposure and and not taking breaks. You can get a lot of um, muscle pain, back pain even, you know, the posture is not often good. People are hunched over. Yeah. so, so you can get some of that, you know, from 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 using the computer for a long time. So, so the, the the thing to be aware of there is really to make sure that you know you're in a comfortable posture. You have a good, your chair is good. You know, it's important that you use a a chair that is that is nice and comfortable, um, and that you take frequent breaks. Okay. So, okay. yes. Yeah, so people will sit in front of a computer. You know, they're in the zone, as it were, for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Um, but it's important, people say that after every hour, you should take about a 10-minute break to stretch, stand up, walk around. That's really useful. Um, and that, that leads nicely even into more bigger issues around you know, health risks for people that work in this space. Mm-hmm. Is that, okay, there's those short-term things around oh, neck strain, eye strain, you know, back pain, etc. But those are, those are small in the larger context. Because really, the lifestyle of a creative is very sedentary. You know, is that you're sitting around for hours and hours and hours. Mm. And what is happening is that you're increasing your risk of death, in essence, because what is happening is that you're not exercising, you're not putting yourself out there, you're not stressing your heart the right way. And so what happens is you put on weight, you know, you have unhealthy unhealthy eating habits. You know, a lot of people eat at their computers, they're eating, you know, fast food yeah. that's high in fat and sugars, you know. Mm. Um, and so what happens is that you increase your risk of heart disease, increase your risk of diabetes, increase your risk of cancer. Yeah, and so what you'll find now is that over the next few years, a lot of people that work in this space will start to experience those kind of things. Um, And so it's really important that whenever you, with a sedentary job like this, you take out time to exercise. And so the advice for exercise is that you take at least 30 minutes on most days of the week to exert yourself such that, you know, your heart rate jumps up and that you sweat a little bit. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of us don't do that. We're too busy to do it. Yeah. Mm. 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 Wow. 
uh, uh, I, I read something somewhere that most of the times that what we do with ourselves and our health with medicine is that we just cure the symptoms, like we don't go to the, to the root cause of issues like, um, for instance, someone uh, feels pain and um, he, he doesn't even want to find out if, okay, what was my behavioral pattern that caused this thing to happen? What we just do Absolutely. is like, uh, we're like, okay, I'm feeling this pain, let me just get the drug that, that solves this. Like, f- for instance, uh, in my, w- what I do is um, I, I, two days in a week or like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I, I try to exercise every morning uh, so that, mm-hmm. so that I, I have this in. Long term, long term, for people who are working in this space, like, okay, what would you say should be the right thing to do, okay, in the morning? Because a lot of people are freelancers. A lot of people uh, uh, don't work in offices. Some don't even go out uh, at all in the day. Okay, what, what, mm-hmm. what, what would be some healthy practices? Okay, so sit-ups is good for your back or uh, push-ups, do this, do that. So I, I want it to be practical so someone could just, okay, do this and just get on with it. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so the first thing I'll say is your work, your workspace. So where do you work? And make sure that what you, your workspace is such that you have a good posture and that your your screen is at eye level so you're not bending over um, and you're not hunched over. So that's the first thing, you know, good posture, you know, screen at a, at a, at a comfortable position. The other thing then is that make sure you take regular breaks. So there's different advice around this. But what I often say is, after one hour, make sure you get up for about 10 minutes, walk around, you stretch. So that's really important, you know. Um, so those are sort of things you can immediately in your day start to incorporate. Mm-hmm. Now, there's harder things. I mean, like you said, you exercise. So that's that's commendable. Well done. Keep keep at it. <laughs> but for a, lot of, for a lot of people, it can be tricky. It can be difficult. So personally, you know, I mean, I fall in that category. I'm quite busy. Mm-hmm. And so there's this app I used. I think it's called Seven Minute Exercise. Okay. And there's a study, study done by some researchers in the States. And they showed that, um, so people that do exercise for sort of 30 minutes. So the advice is 30 minutes a day for five days a week, you know, stressing yourself. So, you know, sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, but these, these guys showed that you can do a seven minute exercise that is equivalent to doing 30 minutes. And so there's no excuse anymore. So wow. go into the, to the app store for Android and search seven minutes. And there's this app that basically you put a reminder and every day on your phone, it will pop up a reminder for you to exercise for seven minutes. And it's high intensity um, interval exercises so that you go very hard, very fast for seven minutes. And it stresses your heart enough to give you that sort of cardiovascular fitness you need for your heart to be strong over, over, over years. So seven minutes. So wow. that excuse of being busy is no longer it's there. Not, so yeah. that's one. Yeah, that's another thing people can do today that really improve their their heart health and their general risk of disease going forward. Okay. Now another interesting thing you spoke to is around you know people just treating symptoms, and that's that's very that's very important for and we see this especially with with Nigerians. There's something about say everybody's a doctor in yeah. Nigeria, you know. <laughs> True, true. Um, so people just treat things like that, and and I mean, you know, I understand that. You know, there's there's worries about cost, and um, you know, worries about quality, things like that. So from a cost point of view, another thing I'll say that you can do very easily is to sign up for health insurance. And mm. um, there's a lot of really good health insurance companies out there that provide good cover for basic uh, care for very cheap. I, I I'm currently partnering actually with a group called Reliance HMO. 
mm-hmm. and uh, they do it. They do a good package for I think it's three thousand five hundred naira a month. So I mean that's really cheap, mm-hmm. and so they cover a good bit of routine care. So I'd advise everybody to go out and get health oh, insurance yeah. from people like Reliance HMO. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. You know, that's one thing you can forget about. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing then is okay if you can't do health insurance or you think oh, I won't need it. There's other platforms that actually enable you to quickly chat with a doctor. So I know I know Reliance actually help you do that when you sign up. But there's another group that I work with called Doctor Now. So it's DoctorNow.ng, and there for a thousand naira alone, you can quickly chat with a doctor to find out about your symptoms and get advice. Wow. So DoctorNow.ng, very simple, very cheap, and I recommend them highly. Then there's my service actually. So okay. we provide a CRM to pharmacies, and that that helps them. But what we did is we layered on top of that some services because people like to go to a pharmacy to go and get you know quick this quick that without actually getting to the root cause. Mm. And a lot of that is around malaria. Everybody goes to treat malaria all the time. Yeah. But the question is, is it really malaria? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you know. <laughs> So the amount of people, like I know of a particular story of this guy was treating malaria for a long time, and then finally he went to the doctor and found out that he had cancer. Whoa. You know? So, so I mean, that doesn't always happen. You know, I'm not trying to scare people, but that is a potential. You know, that can yeah. happen. Yeah. Is that when you're treating everything as malaria, you're masking other diseases that are getting worse underneath all that. Mm. Um, and so our service then with Wella Health currently enables people to get a rapid test for malaria done within 10 minutes at the pharmacy near them so that if you're feeling unwell maybe you have a fever you have any symptoms you think malaria you go on our website or you can call whatsapp or text us and we'll direct you to a pharmacy near you and when you get there you get a quick malaria test and then depending on the results you're given treatment Mm. and so that basically lets you know whether you have malaria or not so if you've got malaria then you get the anti-malaria you get some paracetamol get water and then we follow you up with an SMS and phone calls to make sure you get better. Because if you don't get better, then we'll refer you on to somebody else to dig deeper. Now, if the test is negative, it could just be a small viral infection, which is often the case. We'll, you know, give you advice about how to manage yourself. And we follow up with you. Again, if you're not improved, we then funnel you to a doctor to make sure that they follow up with you. So, so that service really helps, you know, people that are busy in particular. Because what we found is people will say, oh... I'm not feeling well, but I'm too busy. I don't want to go to, you know, a clinic, spend hours, 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 and, you know. Mm. So that excuse is gone. Like, you could literally, 10 minutes, pharmacy nearby, it's done. And then everything is done via your phone, and we can schedule things at your convenience. So wow. so those are some of the services that people can actually pull into their lives today to, to mm. be better and to be healthier. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing. Like, when I health, uh I, I love how you, you, you integrated uh, the feature for even calling an SMS because um, a lot of people would say that technology is a barrier somehow, like um, most of the uh, target users are still using feature phones, like phones that are not... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I love what, what you do, uh, how you integrated that, those features. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm. Thanks. Okay. Now, you mentioned something in passing. You mentioned... Uh, food and dish like um, creatives eating just any any kind of food like junk food like uh, uh-huh. that is that is a really really serious thing uh, not saying everyone should be vegetarians because I, I know it's <laughs> it's really I, I wouldn't say it's very feasible for a lot of people uh, hmm. what would be like your um, advice for, for food uh, to really and demystify this means please someone says uh, 
People used to say, and I put the chips the doctor away. How true is that? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> broadly speaking, yes, because it's a fruit, right? So, so, but, 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 but the, the thing is, um, is yes, at, as a, as a creative or a developer, you're at risk because you want to eat quick. You don't want to spend time preparing food. You know, you want to eat your indomie. I know the developers in, that I work with, indomie is their best friend. You know. <laughs> So, so Indomie is great. You know, I'm not going to knock Indomie at all. You know, eat uh, it for sure. Okay. Um, but with everything, you have to do it as part of a balanced diet. And so, you know, people will go and take uh, uh, buns with uh, soft drink every day. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's just sugar, you know, and carbohydrates. Yeah. And you're just increasing your risk of, of all these diseases. So, so what I'll say is, is that you need to make out time to eat healthy and put in the effort to do it. And so when you're going to do your shopping for your food, you need to plan out and say, okay, this is what I'll eat across the week. And then go out and buy accordingly. So that when you go to the market, you already know that, okay, you're going to buy fruit and vegetables. And you're going to make, um, make room for that in your budget and actually buy it. And when you buy it, you're going to bring it home. A lot of people, what they do is they, they would prepare their foods, say, on the weekend, Mm. And then across the week, they will then take it with them wherever they are going so that they can snack healthily and also eat healthily. Um, I know there's a few different places that are opening up that enable you to eat a lot healthier. And I think take advantage of them. Not every time swallow, you know, um, <laughs> or things like that. <laughs> those, 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 those foods, we don't, we don't have the, you know, we're not, back in the day, our parents, maybe their grandparents, they all worked in farms. So if you're going to eat a big, big mode of akbu, mm. you'll burn it off because you're, you know, you're farming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can't eat akbu and sit in front of the computer, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. You know, so I think being I think being conscious around what we are taking in and planning for it. You know, we, a lot of us just let life happen to us. We need to sit and be deliberate about what we're going to go out and eat, and certainly incorporating fruit and vegetables, reducing our portion size. Mm. A lot of us eat way more than we need to eat. Reduce our portion size. Drink plenty of water. You know, those are the advice I I, I give people, and it's it's very easy to incorporate once we're deliberate and we think about it. Mm. Wow. Reduce portion size, more fruits and veggies. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but a lot of people will bring this argument that eating healthy, like you said something that it's not expensive, it's not hard to do. Like some people will be like, ah, it's, it's people that are boiling very well and that, are, that will even be planning and having balanced diet. But, but in the real sense, it's actually easier and cheaper to even, yeah. as in it's affordable to even eat healthy. Like, it is, yeah. The challenge is that we don't, a lot of us don't plan, you know, we just feel like too busy. But if you sit down for a few hours a week, you can easily eat on a budget quite healthily. Um, the challenge is, you know, you just go through the week and wherever you see, you sit down and eat. You know, that doesn't really work. You need to put a bit of time and effort to actually creating that health, um, healthy, healthy body and healthy life. Like, it's not going to be easy, you know. It's, nobody, nobody no, nothing good comes easy. You know, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to say that it's going to be easy. But the thing is, once you decide and set your stall out, it, it becomes very easy. Um, the other thing I'll say, actually, sorry, I, I forgot to actually mention, and it's a big okay. deal, is alcohol and smoking. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, growing up in Nigeria... Not a lot of people smoked. You know, people that smoked were the bad people that smoked. But that's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot more people are picking up smoking. And, and, you know, working in this area can be quite stressful. And so smoking can be one way to relieve that stress. 
um, it's bad. Full stop. So, mm-hmm. so if anybody smokes, they need to quit smoking. It's not good for anything. It's the only product that if you use it as directed, it will kill you. Yeah. And, you know. And funny thing, the market still sells. Like people with the with the warnings and everything. Like it's. It is quite addictive and enjoyable from what people tell me. I don't smoke myself, but they say it's quite enjoyable. You know, the nicotine is is uh, is enjoyable and is addictive. So that's why it will always sell. Um, but the best thing is to avoid it if you haven't started. And if you've started, try and quit. Alcohol is also a big deal. Um, you know, you walk throughout the week or whatever, and then on a Friday you go out with your friends and you scatter and cancel some bottles. <laughs> So, not one to be a killjoy, but the truth is that it's not really the most healthy thing to do. Um, alcohol can be um, can be useful for the heart, but the challenge is that a lot of us don't use it wisely. We don't drink it in moderation. So, the, the advice, say, from the American Heart Association would say, you know, a glass of wine with your meal, a glass of red wine in particular with your meal, is actually good for the heart. But the challenge is that people cannot just have one glass of red wine. <laughs> They'll have the bottle. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, or they'll drink the Gouda or the Star. Mm. Um, so, so they then say with the caveat that okay, glass of wine is good, but you know, with the challenge of self-control, that perhaps you know, avoiding it is not a bad idea. Mm. And if you do drink, drink in moderation, you know, and don't drink it all in one sitting. So the the general advice is to drink for meals. I think it's twenty-one units, and so drink that across the week but not in one sitting uh, is the advice for, for alcohol consumption wow wow i i mm. really really did not know this like uh, i really see uh it's been quite educating and, and really really informative like i would Perfect. i would really really uh plead and uh really would have you on another episode of this show what what we'll do then is uh We'll have listener questions. So uh, between now and then, listeners will mm-hmm. send it. I, I would really, really appreciate if you could. We'll do it another episode in, in the future and then we'll have listener questions. So, so we'll have like real feedback and could answer real questions people would have. Absolutely. I'm really happy to do that. And as a matter of fact, I do hold um, seminars. So my, okay. my particular okay. interest is actually in chronic disease. So my training would have been in you know, chronic disease and lifestyle lifestyle um, choices that affect your risk for chronic disease. So chronic disease will be things like diabetes, you know, hypertension, heart disease, things like that. So I, I do a seminar okay. and I talk about, you know, the things you can do to actually improve your risk for, for, for chronic diseases. So I think it's something that definitely be interesting for your community and I'll I'll definitely send out word once I, I have a, a, the upcoming and upcoming, upcoming seminar for it. Okay, whenever it's ready, just uh, let me know. We we'll put links to it and make sure we put it. Certainly, yes. And I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy to come back and answer any questions. I, my, like I said, my goal in life is to is to impact as many people as possible with uh, with the resources and uh, help to be healthy. Amazing, sir. I, I really, really appreciate. So, um, okay, let's do something a little fun before. There you go. Uh, if if someone comes up to you now and said, if you could have one superpower. What would be that thing you would wish to have? That superpower you'd wish to have? Jeez, that's an interesting question. I haven't really <laughs> considered it. <laughs> um, but my belief actually is that um, I already have, and I think all of us already have, 
you know, skills and powers within us. Mm, and yeah. That if, if we applied ourselves a little bit more, that we would probably be able to make a lot of change and make things make things improve improve things a lot better. But if I had one superpower, I think that superpower would probably be to change people's heart to always do things to benefit others. Mm, yeah, <laughs> if there was a superpower yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yes. The, yes. As in, this is really practical. Like, if, if everyone could just do something that it's not about themselves, like, you'd be Absolutely. surprised that you would even gain, you'd even stand more, you, you'd even benefit That's right. a whole lot. That's well. right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's the paradox, is that when you help other people, you actually help yourself a lot more. Sure. But when you look inwards and try to be selfish, mm. then you don't actually turn out as well as you could. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Uh, so uh, if our audience wants to get in touch with Wella Health or wants to use the product, where should they head to? Yeah, so wellahealth.com is the, is the website. Um, we are also on Twitter. You can DM us via Twitter. Um, personally, my own personal Twitter, that's where I hang out a lot, is docneto, D-O-C-N-E-T-O. Okay. Um, but for Wella Health, certainly the website. And then we've also got a, a phone number on WhatsApp. Uh-huh. I can call that out now. Is yes, that okay? Yes, yes, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so the phone number is zero nine zero five nine one five seven eight two one. So that's SMS, phone calls, WhatsApp, and we also have a bot on Facebook. So for those of us that are introverted and don't like talking to people, there's a bot you can interact with. Right. <laughs> and that, that bot will basically help you book a malaria test at a pharmacy near you. Okay. And um, we're also on Free Basics, so you can also search for Wella Health on Free Basics and uh, book stuff uh, for free as well via there. So vir- virtually every channel we are there. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, yes. uh, b- before we let you go, just demystify any meat you would want to demystify. Something, a wrong notion people hold about medicine or about the creative, the technology, techno-entrepreneur space in Nigeria. Just demystify any meat you would want. Um, yeah, I think, geez, there's lots, lots of myths, especially around, around <laughs> medicine and healthcare. Okay. Um, I think I'll say one that's probably dear to my heart. Because right, um, right. I, am, I, am, I am religious myself. Okay. Um, but I think a lot of us in Nigeria, we ascribe a lot of healthcare stuff to superstitious and religious uh, basis. Mm. When, when a lot of them are actually, you know, very physical things that have yeah, cause and yeah. can be treated. Yeah. So, so that's the definite myth I think I'd want to um, want people to, to get out of. I know people will say, oh, that only, only sinners get sick. That is not true. <laughs> All of all of us get sick and we can yeah. be treated. Yeah. So, so please, please access healthcare mm. and listen to what what the doctor says, not what your pastor says about health. Mm. Wow, phenomenal, phenomenal! Amazing. I've had an interesting conversation, very educative and informative. Thank you so so much, Doctor Ibemi. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and we will definitely do this again. And we will have Absolutely. listener questions. So uh, for the audience today, like. Health is wealth. Like don't don't don't. That's it. It's in your hands. You you can be healthy. You can eat healthy. You can live healthy. So till we till we have another episode with Doctor Ibemi, go out and create awesomeness. My name is Bright Maker. I would see you next week.